This episode of Pocket Full of Positivity is sponsored by The Corner Blend, located at the corner of Maine and Blossom Streets in Columbia. Hi guys, welcome back. Shelby and I are back in the studio and we wanted to be very transparent and <laughs> mention that the last time we were in the studio... We had some trouble creating, uh, what would you say, dynamic conversation? It yes. was very flat, and we didn't know it what to talk flat, about. And I was in a very bad mood and was not contributing right. to the conversation. And I that's was, okay. We were both stressed out. We were rushing. Right. And we want this podcast to be the best it possibly can be. So today, <laughs> we have gone back to our roots. I busted out the notebook. Shelby took notes and went on Pinterest. <laughs> um, and we have some good topics today. We're very excited. We do. We're very motivated today. Better spirits. Better spirits. Not stressed out. Not talking about parking tickets. We're not going to talk about parking tickets or any of the normal day-to-day stressful things that no. we all have to do whether we talk about it or not. Right. So we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> today, it is extremely rainy outside. It is, but we like it. But I like rain. I do too. I knew it's you would. Shocking. So shocking. <laughs> it's really rainy this morning. It was not that cold when I went to class. Lexi also has a very early 8 a.m., 8.30 class. And it was yeah. not that cold this morning. It was bearable. It wasn't really raining that hard. And then it started raining harder when I came out of my second class. I was wearing my Crocs with socks. My socks got wet. Socks with Crocs. As you can imagine. And then, later today, a complete cold front came through, and it's freezing outside. Freezing! I, I just I took think, off my rain I jacket. think I like the rain when it's more a subtle rain outside, not cold. The cold rain is just not, that's not fun. It's dreary, but it makes me feel like I'm in London. Yes. Like I made my little cup of tea when I got back from my 8.30 class, mm-hmm. and I wrote for the podcast, and I was like, ooh. I like it. I like it. I don't know why. No, I think I think rain's very soothing in its own way. And also in South Carolina, I've learned as I've gone to school here Ooh. that at home in Virginia, I felt like it rained all the time. Hmm. And when I came to school here, it never rains. Like it barely ever rains here in comparison. Okay, I relate to that. And I kind of have two small topics for that. It rains all the time in Georgia as well. And we have thunderstorms, oh, which yes, I miss. Same. Mm-hmm. Remember our lightning scare? We had like a huge, I've never been here with tornadoes and we had a big tornado watch and there's a scary over voice that comes, I guess, throughout the state of South Carolina. I'm obviously kidding, but through the, through the city of Columbia, I've never heard of that in my lifetime. Like we did not have that. We got tornadoes all the time. We're like, oh, hopefully we're good. But like, we never worried about it. That was weird here. I felt weird about that. It was spooky. And it was also on Halloween. So that added a little effect. Oh yeah. That was kind of fun. I liked it. The imminent fear of death <laughs> on Halloween. The title. <laughs> this, <Yeah>. is, <laughs> this is our first podcast for the month of November. <laughs> and it's uh, it's a very mundane month, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't... I, However, my mom ordered our turkey today. Oh. So. Sweet turkey. I know. I sent her a dancing turkey gift to oh. celebrate. No, I think that... That's about I, it. 
November in college is like, I just feel like Halloween's over. There's a lot of hype around Halloween. Yeah. And then you go into November where it's, it's just colder and maybe a little rainier and you're winding down on school, but you still have a lot of work to do. And you're leading up to the holiday season, which is fun games, but it's still just stress and the cold and... To me, November is a very mundane month. It's to me, scary. the months through November to the end of February are extremely mundane. Yeah, <laughs> I also don't like Thanksgiving. I don't like th- so. You, Lexi, don't we, like. Yeah, we agreed. We have some really hot takes. One day when you said that I have like very interesting opinions, I never really thought about that. I don't think I have very interesting opinions. It's, it's not even that you do like they are. Your opinions are interesting. Like, all of your opinions are. Right. But I, what I mean is that like. Lexi has she has an opinion on literally everything, yeah. which I do too. But For like sure. some people just don't, or they have, or their opinion is the same as everybody else's yeah. of the holiday cheer, the season, whatever. Everybody loves turkey, but then we don't. We'll bring I'll bring up a random topic, and Lexi will have this have a monologue to right. say about how she feels about it and how, why and oh, how yeah. she relates. Well, and I love that. <laughs> I think my thing is is I really, really love stuff and I really, really don't like stuff. Exactly. And I think that you should live your life that's not like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's okay. And, like, I love being around people that are like you. Like, my boyfriend's very much like that. A lot of my close friends are very much like, I hate that. I love that. Yeah. Because those people are just, like, passionate about life, I feel like. And they're, yeah, polarized? they're very po- polarized. That's what I was going to say. Is yeah. they're very, they know what they like, and I like that. You know what you want. Yeah, you know what you want. I think the most attractive <laughs> quality in a person, in a friend, anybody, is being decisive and to the point. Yeah, except for me with restaurants. I will never pay. <laughs> there's some things, some things there's a little wee room. Little, but little tidbits. I cannot stand it when people <laughs> cannot make their own decisions. I can't do it. I know, and I feel really bad about their restaurant. I'm going to get better, but I, like no, I always. I mean, I do that too. Yeah. Restaurant. I mean, if you're picking a restaurant, if you're picking little things that you actually yeah. you can ask someone's opinion on, oh, do you like this shirt? Like, sure. Okay. But if you can't oh, make your own... Oh, we had a conversation own, about that, too, though. Yeah. If you can't make your own day-to-day decisions and get through your life... and Because being decisive is also a part of being independent and being yeah. an individual. It's and a being big able factor. to decide for yourself what you want. Right. It's not just about being like, okay... It's, it's about... Do we, I don't no, know. it's also a sign. I think what you're trying to say is like, is it's a sign? I don't know what you're trying to say, but like what I want to say about this. <laughs> God, Lexi. How I feel. How I feel. Um, no, but I think it's a sign of maturity when you can begin to pick your own things and not worry. Because yeah. I think the questioning is the worry of what others will think. Yep. And I know that because with my restaurant thing, I eat everything. So it's like I'm never going to be unhappy where we eat. Yep. So I don't like to pick because I will eat everywhere. And I had this conversation with my mom because when I was little, she always like tried to make me pick, but I don't care. I'm not a picky eater because I just always ate every kind of food. Yeah. So I just eat everywhere. And she was like, I, it used to bother me so much that you couldn't pick because she was worried I wouldn't be able to make my own choices, which I get as a parent, but I did it because I wanted to try new things. And she now realizes in my later life, she's like, that's kind of interesting. And I didn't realize it either. Yeah. So we were like, hmm, that's kind of funny because now I just like, I never would pick a place because I want to know what everyone else likes to eat. And then I'm like, oh, I like this. I don't like this. Because you're a kind human. Well, it's it's trial and error. It's trial and error. No, but that's also, to me, is such an important attribute in a parent is to be able to yeah. teach your kids to be decisive. And mm-hmm. because, I mean, because I, 
I had the same thing. Well, I remember when I was a kid, <laughs> my mom would always want me, we'd go, if we went in a store and say we're in Target oh, and yeah. I need to pick out clothes or something like that, and she'd say, okay, like, and I'd see exactly what I wanted immediately, and I'd say, I want that, I'm ready to go, let's go, like, boom, boom, boom. And then she would say, no, like, you need to look at everything. Like, make sure you get, which I agree with. Some, you should keep your options open. Don't rush. But every single time, I would end up going back to the exact same thing and saying, this is what I want. Yeah. And then finally, she was like, you know what? She knows what she wants. You're decisive. Yeah, we had this conversation, but you have we a did. very specific personal style. In everything, I'm, I'd say I'm very decisive about, and I literally never ask anybody's opinions on anything. <laughs> because I just don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't have the time for it. Although, from time to time, I will ask you if I make my hair curly or straight, because that's a huge defining look of <laughs> no, the I'm, outfit. I'm not saying, I mean, that's opinions, it, no. Yeah, if you're asking your friend, that's oh all. my god, do you like this lip gloss? Sure. Yeah, but we don't. I think you and I, I say we, we don't believe in that. I just don't. I don't think The way it's... I see, some people can do that and they live their life just fine and they're happy and whatever. That Me, seems tragic. Just the way that I like work and my mind works and the way I live day to day and get stuff done, I cannot, I cannot deal with people that are asking me, what should I get to eat? No, it's independence. That's exactly what, what it is. Is because if someone's what constantly being like, what do I do? Where do I go? Yeah, there's a difference between asking for an opinion on something and actually needing, because I do that all the time. Yeah, I wanna, I needing wanna a life coach. I want knowledge from different people. You learn from everybody. But I can't, I don't, I just never have done the, no. I, I don't need the approval from anyone. And so no. that's why I don't do that, I think. And I think the only times I did that were like when you're insecure, like through your exactly. Your and that's age part group. of growing up, I think. Too. Yeah, and I mean, I did that as well. Yeah, Everyone and it is helpful that. to like mold through doing that. But like 100%. at this age, I'm very outgrown that, which I'm glad. You know exactly. And I found that a lot of things that I do that if I was to ask people's opinion on it or needed their approval in making my decision, a lot of things people would probably tell me that they didn't like it or right. no because I might like this more you know but I I don't instead of even asking them I don't need because I'm going to do it anyway mm-hmm. I don't need the negative energy of them being like they don't like it because at the end of the day like and you could do everything and not no one will like yeah. it everyone will like it yeah and that's something that I like tell a lot of my friends I feel like I am a broken record about this when I'm giving advice is nobody cares like And not in a bad way. Nobody negatively cares. Mm -hmm. Nobody will look at you and be like, why is she wearing that? Why is she with that guy? Why does she do this on vacation? Why is she (laughs) doing that? Nobody cares. If anything, they're jealous that you're happy that you're doing what you love. Like the people that are criticizing those kinds of things are the people that haven't figured out what they want to do yet. And that's fine. But yeah. I was going to say, don't be that person that goes around being like, blah, but that's just a sign of you trying to figure it out. So, like, that's fine. Exactly. Just, like, don't bring other people down. Keep it in your own head. Keep it in your own head. Hide and this it. Goes, I mean, decisiveness is something that you literally use every single every second time. of your life. Yeah. My senior quote in high school. I don't remember mine. <laughs> my senior quote in high school was, <laughs> the, and I mean, I, I forgot I believed, it already. I believed in decisiveness in high school. She believed she could, so she did. No, that's just, I say that jokingly, even though it is a very beautiful practice. I'm sorry to anybody that I say that sarcastically to. But she did. But she did. She well, I don't think we could. say it sarcastically at all. I just I say think it's it a life motto. Day life. I need to stop. No, I think it's a life motto. It's funny. 
It is a life motto. I just said moto. Moto moto. Do you remember that giant hippopotamus in Madagascar? <laughs> I like them big. I like them chunky. Moto moto. My senior quote <laughs> was, um, be decisive, make a decision, right or wrong, make a decision. There are too many flat squirrels that did not make right. a decision. That's right. And that was my senior quote, and uh, I, I live by that. I love that. <laughs> I live by that. This is obviously a huge passion of yours. I don't know why we've never talked about it. It is a big passion indecisive. of Indecisive. Well, I, I feel like every single day I become more, like, a believer of being decisive and being independent in every way. Because yeah. why wouldn't you be? Oh, I just hate flat squirrels. I, the flat squirrel, that comment it is... It really hits you. It really does hit you, and I... It, <laughs> But doesn't it hit you in a way that you've never felt before? It does, because it? I really love squirrels, and I would avoid hitting them with my car if my own life depended upon it. And exactly. in that very moment, I am like, I would literally rather die than kill this fluffy-tailed creature. Same. It's the worst. But do you see, so I, you totally see really. the flat squirrel who couldn't, he's Ugh. flat because he couldn't make a decision. Rips and it's, my a, heart it's a out. funny and sad and ironic <laughs> quote. But I, I heard it for the first time. I think it was when I was like learning how to drive or sometime in high school when I was still pretty young. And <laughs> we were in a car in some, I like, you know, when you're learning how to drive. And yeah, like, that's huge do, decisive. What do, what do I do? Do I stop? Do I yield? I don't know how to drive. And that's part of learning how to drive. I'm not like saying that's bad. But. <laughs> Don't somebody, learn how to drive. Somebody random like yelled it that was in the car and they like said the, that quote but really fast because I was like, should I go? Like it was maybe a red light or it was about to turn red. I'm like, it's yellow. Should I go? Yeah. And you just have to be decisive to make a decision. You just have to and you have to be confident in that decision once you make it. No. You yeah. can't. I, this, the back and forth shoulda, coulda, woulda. That also. I can't do You'll I hate that. You'll turn into a flat squirrel. You really we'll turn will. Into a flat squirrel Theoretically, in life, you will end up a flat squirrel <laughs> if you do not make your own decisions, because time is a big factor. And I think that's the the thesis of the quote is, you know, make your decisions on time, or you're gonna get smooshed by life. Smoosh. Exactly. <laughs> and it's funny that. I, I didn't plan on that quote. Just came into my mind because I think about it from I time like to time. It. it is in the yearbook. So it's molded next to my name. But Forever. Lexi and I were talking about, so one of our favorite YouTuber, podcasters, influencers, if you will. Right. Um, women. Her name is Katie Bilotti. Katie. And she, I've been watching her since high school on YouTube. And she recently, in the past year, year and a half, she started her own podcast called Thick and Thin. Wow, it has been a year. It's been a long time. Because I started listening to it this time last year. Yeah. I bet it's very close to the anniversary of her starting it. Although I feel like she would talk about that. I think it's over. I think she started in August of 2018. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was behind. But anyway, she has a podcast. I would say it's similar basis to ours, maybe a little more airy and pretty sounding. Oh, it's definitely prettier. <laughs> and it's definitely deeper much deeper but I also think she's farther along and has learned a lot more she is so she just turned 24 but she has this podcast that she speaks on by herself and she lives in New York City she works for L'Oreal I know every, we know everything about her. we know everything about you it's know, actually concerning Katie. how much we know about her <laughs> it should be but also I think if you like we were saying before if you like truly are passionate about something this is like one of my things is like I will not shut up once I like something and yeah. like it's not even like I'm obsessed with her. Like if I ran into her, I would like 
scare her. I would just be like, you're such an inspiration because I think she's such a cool she's gal. so profound. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And there's it's like not, a, very few people that I like would say. I, I completely you know? agree. She's very, very smart. She's very logical, but she always has a really magical outlook mm-hmm. on life and love and things yeah. that most people just completely brush under the rug because yeah. they're living and she just lives a very enchanted she has a very enchanted mind right. that a lot of people don't and it's she's very poetic and aside from her being a style icon very successful in so that. many ways and like she travels all over the place like i said she lives in new york city she has all these cool things about her she is lexi and i love her because of her i love her i would say her that thoughts. she's the perfect pair of childhood whimsy and being an old soul and that's like everything i want to grow into yeah which i feel like I'm growing into it. You just got to work on it. We can do it. We can do it. We can be the next Katie. We'll listen to her, and I like. I will honestly listen to her podcast and be, like, she'll say something, and I'll think something of it, and then she'll say what I was thinking. Exactly. It's very She's our older sister. She's our older sister. But I wanted to talk about her quote that she said, I wanted to create beautiful things even if no one sees them, and I think we work really hard to do that most weeks, except last week. Um, because nobody's perfect, but I think we work really hard to do that. And she said that she finally felt that her life took shape and all of the years of hard work had come to point when she had been working on all of these projects by a due point in her life. And I kind of am starting to see the tip of the iceberg of that because I feel like ever since I've been alive or even known how to hustle and work hard and do what I want to do. It's not even that it's like a grind. Like I enjoy it most of the time. There's some things you have to do that you don't want to do to get where you want to be. But I think that I'm finally starting to see that hard work paying off. And I know that there's bumps along the road, but I think that that's just so accurate to working hard even when nobody's watching and that's what makes you successful it's not the people that are like look at me look at me or not even the people it's like the mentality of like because everyone does this like look at me like I'm working so hard I want everyone to know that I'm working so hard it's the people that work hard behind the scenes and humbly and get to where they need to be and and I it's, think it's so a cool. success within yourself it's not I mean obviously to do what she does where she's an influencer she's she's an influencer she's a podcaster she's this that she's doing a lot of things that she does need engagement from people and she needs a following in order to be successful at that but the way that she looks at so many things is that she just cares about being successful in herself it's not as much about which I feel like everybody gets so caught up in including us yeah because you work so hard at something and we work so hard at this podcast and we there's so many there's so many things in motion there's so many parts and it's like you do all this stuff but I think our biggest thing and the reason we literally wanted to re-record this entire episode we recorded for like an hour last week and it was just not maybe longer it was just not up to par and it like it made me sad when I thought when we left we were so upset I was so unhappy when we left because I was like that was just not good and then luckily we had this we both agreed on that and that would have been so sad if we didn't, but yeah, we don't really do. Nothing's perfect, and obviously, I'm sure everything that we any any time anybody does something, 
I'm sure they think less of it than how everybody else perceives it too. That's yeah, I'm sure everyone would have works. received it fine, but it didn't work for us. And I think that's like a good testament to not just slacking and being like, well, we need an episode out this week because we created that and it's over. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Yeah. Hard work and dedication, people. So as we said, it's a rainy Tuesday. <laughs> as we said before. As we noted, it's a rainy Tuesday. But yesterday, it was actually really nice weather. It was warm? It was, it was, it, yeah, it was warm, or but it wasn't like hot. And there was just a really nice breeze. And it was just pretty outside. The sun was out. It was a nice day. And <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. I don't remember. I did. I, I'm trying to remember <gasps> it too, but I remember this one specific moment where okay. I went to class. And every time I go to class, it's this gamble of going 40 minutes early to find parking. And then will oh. you find parking before the class starts 40 minutes later is the real question. Don't even talk about it. I got to pay parking right now. I was driving around hectically trying to find parking. I'm like talking on the phone. I'm doing so many things. Mm-hmm. And I'm used to that going to that class because it's difficult to find parking over there. And I'm flying around and I'm like doing a million things. So many things going through my head. Is this I'm your like, 8 a.m.? No, this is my 220. This is my oh. fashion merchandising retail. I was going to say that class. is chaotic that early in the no, morning. No, yeah. In the, early in the morning, the good thing about 8 a.m.s is the parking situation and just campus in general is very quiet and very just still. I do enjoy and that. And that's something that I do like. And that's, I mean, that anybody that, that gets up early in the morning and does anything would probably agree yeah, with that. Yeah, they would vouch for that. At least in college. But um, I was driving around trying to find parking. So I go to my, I make it, I go to my class, whatever. So then I remember when I came out of my class, he let us out kind of early. So it was kind of like a little bit of an off time. There wasn't as many people outside. It wasn't transition from classes. So you know that hectic burst of people running around. It's a lot. The worst. But even so, in those moments, I came out of my class and I was feeling very... I have a lighter week this week. Like we said, you do too. Yes. Not as much going on, which is really nice. I had a test this morning, but other than that... (laughs) Other than that, that, not much going on. I wasn't super stressed. I've been working really hard lately, so it's nice to have a week where stuff is done because I got it done. Agreed. But I can't even tell you how much I relate to that. Exactly. So, anyway, I was feeling good yesterday. Didn't really have any big plans last night. I just was going home, relaxing. 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 And so, <laughs> and so I walk outside of this class, and... Anybody that goes to USC, the class is in closed hip. So it's kind of over there, ne- more right next to Capstone. I parked in a parking Oof. space on the hill next to Capstone because that's the only one I could find, luckily. Because I think that was the last parking space in any radius that I could go to that class. Oh, good without, Lord. Yeah. But I found a parking space, so that's good. <laughs> Thank God. But um, I was parked over there. So I walked outside, and it's just the most beautiful day, and it's so quiet and still outside. And when you think about it, I, was, I thought about this earlier today when I was taking notes for what I, we want to talk about today. I, everything is always still. Everything is always in its simplest form, right? That's true. However, we as human beings are running around and we have so many things going on in our head that we don't... It seems disturbed. It doesn't yeah. seem still, even though it is. Mm-hmm. And I guess that comes from perspective and how you look at anything all mm-hmm. the time. And my perspective all the time is there's a million people running around on campus. There's skateboarding men flying past me. Yes. There's bikes all over the place. There's birds flying around. There's people trying to sell me things. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. It's a hectic environment. Yeah. 
I don't really even think about it. You just have to go with it. But yeah, you just now and you're a student you and you either it. have your AirPods in and you keep walking or I don't typically mm. listen to music. I but don't do that. It's too much work. Yeah, it is too much work. It's too much. I'm already it's too much finagling. I think <laughs> what stresses me out is getting like my lunch in my backpack because I don't have time for lunch. So I eat in the J school at lunch, like my water bottle, my coffee, my notebook. Mm-hmm. Everything is just like colliding and I'm like please don't drop your phone like that is all I'm thinking is get to your class don't drop your phone pay for parking and make sure you have food for the day it's like bare necessity bare necessity just to get by and that's how I normally feel too okay (laughs) and yesterday I came out of my class and I was just very calm not stressed out spooky weird I've been feeling that way this week me too I've been having a really good good week but I just was very calm and not freaking out or stressed or running to my car to do the next thing on my list. Right. It wasn't like that. I was just walked up to my car and it was a beautiful day and there was barely anyone out there and the breeze was breezing and the sun was shining and it was so, campus is so pretty. No, it is. When you don't have weeks like we had last week. I think the beauty in having last week is you look around and you're like, wow, Life is really good when you don't have four tests in one week. It is. It's crazy. It is. And And you start to realize. It was just a very still feeling, a very calm feeling of just being very grateful and noticing the simplest things that we have, like the leaves on the trees and the dirt and the and the bush. And you really had a day. I was. I was, and I do that sometimes on campus. And I'd say any. Uh, USC's campus is very pretty. Yeah. And has a lot of really sweet and historic, southern historic and kind. things about it that make it really homey and sweet and, like, nice. But any campus, I'm sure, has its own version of that. And eh, ours is particularly Ours is great. really nice. Ours is really sweet. <laughs> but I was enjoying that. And then I don't know if I'm sure other people have saw this before, but nobody talks about it, and I don't know why. What? There, when you leave close hip, Right across from Capstone. Yeah. On the corner. Yeah. I know exactly Anybody that has is. no idea what I'm saying. It's it's a dorm building and then a school yeah. building. And there's houses kind of around, all around the area that mm-hmm. college students live in, working people live in, everybody lives in it. We don't need to assign them roles. And <laughs> Every, We are not assigning roles to the people who live in these roles. homes. And there's this one, it's, it's, it, at one point, I think it was a house. I don't know what it is now, but it is this really pretty older place on the very corner. It's yeah, white. I know what you're talking about. And there are a million cats. Cats? There are cats that run around. Oh. No, no, no. It's not like... I'm not a huge cat. I, I like cats, but I'm not like a huge cat lover or anything like that. It's very calm. There's just cats that live... <laughs> And all the windows are always open in this house. I've never seen them not. I think it's oh some God, kind of... I don't. There. I don't think it's a... I mean, someone might live there. I don't think it's, like, an actual, like, residential home. I think it's some kind of meeting area for, like, either, like, a club. It literally looks like a place that you would go and to do book club. It's very, like, wholesome and sweet. Maybe I should have my book club meeting there. And it has this really nice, like, small little southern front porch that's just very homey and welcoming looking. And yeah, on the outside I know this it, place, but I don't think I've ever seen the cats. There are cats that it's run gotta around be new. it. And I've always noticed the cats, but I've never heard anybody else except for my thoughts and my own mind being like, look at all those cats just roaming around. And <laughs> the cats are chickens. literally right next to all of these student 
student housing in the literally USC buildings for classes, but they never venture outside of their little area. They just are they've there. They've been trained. They've been warned. I don't know. And they're really cute and really calm and look sweet. And it's just a very inviting place. Like something feels that like you would an see, anomaly. It is. It's something you would literally see in like because of Win Dixie. Is that oh what that movie's God. called? I love that movie. It, it feels like that. Man, that's it been feels a minute. like it feels like the pet store welcoming vibes oh, that Dave stop. Matthews is in, and because of Win Dixie. I don't know why it just reminds me of that. Wow, that's quite the description of a vibe, though. Isn't it? Because so I was placed immediately <laughs> with those cats. It was very. That's warm what I'm there. saying. And so it's this really cool place, and I always see it, and I, it, I don't know why I don't just go up to it and be like, because I'm sure there's a very kind person in there that they've would got love to, to tell me. If they have their windows open and there's cats everywhere, it's so cool looking. Cats do not like me. Have I had this conversation with you? No. I like can't get near them. I give off some kind of odd energy. Maybe they think I'm one of them. Yeah. Because. I have kind of, like, independent cat vibes, I feel like. And I think they're scared of me. They're like, she was once a cat, and now she's a person, and, like, she cannot know. They know something I don't know. I don't know what they know, but we do not get along. Every cat, and I don't, animals love me because I love animals. I'm a friend of animals. Mm -hmm. They know that. And you can attest to that. The llamas walk right up to me. Like, they know I'm the llama queen. Like, they understand. But cats... They don't like me. And I feel okay about that because cats don't like a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like, if dogs didn't like me, that's, like, a huge red flag. I would probably have to, like, cancel myself. I don't know. That's just, like, that would be awful. But cats are just, like, it's fine to be hated by cats because they they don't like a lot of people. They're just, like, the way they are. They're, like, sassy. But I I don't know why. One of them attacked me when I was younger and ever since, like, attacked when I say, like, I was on the back porch in St. Simons and there are a lot of stray cats there because it's like a cute southern town vibe a lot of stray cats a lot of our neighbors have stray cats and one of them hopped the fence and I was very young and loved creatures I go up to the little kitty kitty and it extends its claws and latches onto my leg and it was like stuck to my leg and I swear to you I had to shake it off and I ever since I thought every cat was going to do that because it was such a young childhood memory. So, like, I, I want to like cats, but they don't like me back. I say this with curiosity. Okay. Perhaps. Curiosity killed the cat, so I don't, oh. I don't know if you want to go there. Oh. <laughs> I had to say it. Go ahead. I say this with curiosity. Perhaps you have not met the right cat. Okay, I have met the right cat, and we have vibes. Because <laughs> okay. my grandma has a cat named Simon, named after our beach I named it and so she lost her other cat sad story we don't know where Scooter ended up and she has Simon now named after the beach which is very cute because when he goes to the beach he's very excited um because he's famous but we get along really well he doesn't run for me he like will snuggle on my leg we're all good but I also think that derives from like my grandma and I are very close so I think the cat senses that I think they're very smart and so Mm -hmm. I think they sense that like they're very smart yeah like the human like closeness yeah so I think he picks up on that and he's like okay I have to like her but I think that's the only reason why so I have met the right cat we get along fine so I I don't know what the if you could give me any insight like what you think the disconnect is like I don't want them to hate me I like I obviously want every animal to love me but I think cats are very, very intellectual, and they, 
I mean, so I think some of them are moodier than others. I understand what you mean. I have met some really sweet cats that are much more affectionate and sweeter than others. But I also right. think it's an interesting concept to compare cats to human beings. Because <laughs> I think what every I think the problem is is that everybody likes to compare cats with dogs. Because that's one of the most obvious comparisons ever. Fair. Right? And dogs have this <laughs> dogs have this mantra of being so sweet and kind and fun they and all lovable. Are, though. They are. But cats, it's not that they aren't or can't be sweet, kind, lovable, but we have such a high standard of what Yeah, because we were given are. the dog. We were so given like, the how dog. do you compare? I think I think people that <laughs> like cats, I think they have a lot People that refer to themselves as cat people, I think they have more insight on it than I even know because I don't refer to myself yeah, as cat Yeah, it's definitely a community. And they definitely, because I will read through the web trying to understand in Twitter threads and online media why cats are so great. Because I can't like something that doesn't like me back. It's so just humiliating. I just couldn't do it. Like, yeah. And I've tried my whole life. Like, it's been 21 years now. Anyway, I passed this cat house, and it's just, it's the funniest, weirdest thing wow. I've ever seen. And I was, but I was taking it all in. And normally, I walk right past it. I know mm-hmm. it's there. I know there's cats walking around. But I took the time to sit there and look at the cat and its That's beauty nice. and its sweetness and just the nice day it was and the stillness yeah. of everything. And I get in my car, and I didn't even want to go home. I wanted to drive around and enjoy. So did I you? Did. Oh, great. What did you see? You just had a splendid time. I just drove like around. A nice I took try. the long way. I know my way around pretty well nowadays. Really? So if I don't figure out my way, Columbia's pretty easy to yeah. turn on the next road. Yeah. I'm the least directional person I know, and I figured out my like time span of figuring out where I'm going because now I don't use directions for anything. Mm-hmm. I recently just figured out how to get to bar, and I go there every week. So... It, for short-term things, like one location that's, like, somewhere familiar to me, like, Divine Street's very familiar. Mm-hmm. So I know where Divine Street is, but if I find a new location, I, it takes me about a week or two <laughs> to, like, get there on my own because there's, like, eight different ways to go. And every time I go, it changes, like, the way that my brain is, like, how do I get there? Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone relates to this, but I hope that they do. And so, like, a whole city takes me about two years which makes me sound really dumb. No, I, I... But I'm the least directional person you offer me. It's a huge flaw. I hope it never stops raining. I hope it... I really honestly hope it rains for a really long time. I think London would be really good. Well, the other night I was listening to <laughs> Katie Blotty, who was in fact just in London. Did she record the podcast in London? I hope. I hope she recorded with an accent. Yeah, because someone... <laughs> oh. Because somebody... <laughs> You're really just going to throw that out there and not expect me. <laughs> Ah, um. <laughs> Lexi and I have a lot of background with British ah, we accents. We need to stop. It's it is it's really fun. It is really fun. We're just really spunky, and we like to we like to facilitate our <laughs> we ta- British we accents. We decided when we were on fall break. This in is Athens, relevant though because we had a real British person tell us we had good accents. We did. So we. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, time. Story time. So. We were in Athens, obviously. I don't know how many times we could mention that for fall break. I know. And, um, it was legendary. And for some reason, I don't know how it came up, but I, we both 
just started speaking in British accents. And for an extended period of time. It was for about two hours. That sounds really annoying, but we were very, like, but it was, it high wasn't that London. We were, like, it wasn't that we were saying funny words in British accents. No. We were convincing the people of the University of Georgia that we were exchange students <laughs> from Liverpool. We were British, and it was so funny. We, can, we talked to our Uber and invited her to visit us. In, like, it was a whole theatrical performance. Performance. I just really hope she doesn't show up in Liverpool looking for us. I no one would does, do that, and I hope right? We meet her there. But now every time me and Lexi are out and about, I always bring up the fact that we can, if needed, whip out the British accents at any time. Now we're gonna hear from Erin on music culture of the week. Stay tuned. Hey guys, this is Erin. Um, I hope everyone had a happy Halloween. Hope your week was spooky, but not too spooky. I had three exams, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It was brutal, but we got through it. And I actually got an A on two of them. So we're pumped. It wasn't too bad. Not too scary of a week. Um, but on Halloween, I went to the cockpit, um, and it was K-A-S-A-E and Sigma Nu. And they had um, kind of like a Halloween party, but Orange Constant was playing um, at the cockpit, and it was so cool. I had seen them play at Breakers once, once, and um, I think they're from Athens actually. But it was really cool. They did a lot of Grateful Dead, Watched Panic, a little bit of Fish too. They did some covers, um, but they were really fun. Really cool. The lead singer dressed up as an orange, and I just thought that was funny and they all dressed up as a certain type of fruit so a lot of fun um but I also went to see um the Vagabonds on Friday I believe it was Friday um Halloween just kind of jumbled together honestly the whole week but Friday I went and saw the Vagabonds and they were so awesome it was my first time seeing them um and it was so so fun I went with a lot of friends and then also I think I remember uh, talking about Shud in the last episode, but they opened up for them, and they were really, really good. Sorry. Um, but, they, yeah, they killed it, and it was so fun. And um, But, yeah, so I saw the Shud, killed it, as always. They're so good. You should go check them out and follow their Instagram. I think they have an Instagram. And catch out all the updates that they sent out but I also saw them I think I told you all this too I saw them two weeks ago at White Mule but I wanted to talk about White Mule and it's a really cool place it's in Five Points in Columbia um and it's kind of like a hole in the wall but I saw the shed play there about two weeks like two weekends ago and um but I was talking to the guy up front for a little bit and just talking about like what is White Mule and it's basically where um, musicians, comedians, and speakers can come um, and perform. And then it's really cool because on Wednesdays, I believe, I hope I'm right about this, um, on Wednesdays people can just come in and jam if they want. And it was really cool because I was talking to one of the guys in Shed, um, and the night they had performed, they had just, like, um, their drummer got sick and they had to like find someone really quickly um to play that night and the lead singer from shed he was like yeah we like jammed out one wednesday at white mule and this kid was a 15 year old in high school and he killed it it was so cool 
But um, no, yeah. So if you play an instrument or if you're a comedian, go on Wednesdays and share your talent. I wish I could play something or sing. I would definitely be up there. No, I wouldn't. I have the worst stage fright ever. Huh. But um, also, I want to talk about some music updates. So if you know Tam and Paula, I hope everyone knows Tam and Paula. They're so amazing. Love them. Or him now. Kevin Parker. Kevin Parker from Tame Paula, or Tame Paula himself, announced that um, he's releasing an album on February 14th of 2020. Oh my gosh, it's been too long, Kevin. Um, but it should be, that's Valentine's Day, right? February 14th? I think it might be, yeah. That'll be a special day for a lot of people, um, especially for me, because Tame Paula is coming out with an album, which is amazing. Um, but he like posted something on Instagram. He was like, sorry. He's like, I know it's been a long time. And I was just like, yes, give the people what they want, Kevin. Give them what they want. So that's very exciting. And then also, I'm sure everyone probably knows about this one. It's pretty big. Harry Styles is coming out with an album on December 13th, 2019 called Fine Line. And I'm so excited um, one of my friends actually for her birthday saw Casey Musgraves, um, I think it was like three weekends ago, but she saw her, um, in Nashville and she like freaked out cause Harry Styles came out and performed with her and she was like snapchatting me and she was like, I can't breathe. It was so funny. Uh, but speaking of Casey Musgraves, um, she is actually, um, coming out with a, Christmas show, the Casey Musgraves Christmas show, um, and it's just full of festive music and comedy, and it comes out on November 29th, so that's very exciting. So something I'm going to start doing um, towards the end of my time here with you guys is give you uh, my three songs of the week, um, and so we have May This Be Love by the Jimi Hendrix, love him. Um, Sweet to Me by Somersault, a really cool band, very beachy, and then Operator by Jim Croce. Um, and then also from the last podcast, I ended up saying that I was going to create a playlist on my Spotify, um, and that is up and ready. So if you guys want to go follow or take a listen, that would be so awesome. And so, yeah, I think that's all I really have for y'all today. Just a lot of updates check out the vagabonds i touched on them briefly by seeing them friday but they were so good very very cool um also check out white mule i think it's a cool interesting place i'm like trying to like reach out kind of in columbia and find cool places to listen to live music and stuff like that and just hang out so um but yeah i hope everyone has a great week and i hope you'll have a great early Thanksgiving. You know, it's never too early for Thanksgiving. (laughs) All right, bye guys. Well, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this new edition of the pod. Um, But I really hope you enjoyed this topic, these topics. It wasn't really just one. I feel like it all worked. It all flowed together. Mm -hmm. Um, But thank you guys for listening. 
Have a good week. This is a production of the Garnet Media Group at USC. This episode was sponsored by The Corner Blend, a locally owned and operated shop at the corner of Main and Blossom Streets that offers acai bowls, smoothie bowls, locally roasted Indo coffee, bubble tea, smoothies, and more.